knowing the story of where it came from and how it can change lives in more than just a simple makeup routine, but in a real like life-changing business, as you've mentioned, that it is a way for families to have financial freedom on their own time, in their own schedule. And that way it's more personal and it makes a bigger impact, I think. And I think that's what Kara thinks as well as the owner and CEO of the company. Feeling Fab is more than another wellness podcast. We will talk about topics that also include happiness hacks, biz inspiration, how-to topics, and interviews from experts in many fields. We hope to help you navigate your life with some helpful tools and tips to keep on grooving and staying happy. Welcome to the Feeling Fab podcast, and I'm your host, Marissa. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Feeling Fab podcast. Today, we're trying something new. I am recording a video and we're recording the audio at the same time so that uh, you can enjoy this on both YouTube and the podcasting platform. And I'm so excited to have my friend Sarah with us today. Sarah and I have been friends for a very long time. And I just want to take a second to edify her and tell you all how amazing she is. Sarah is when I think of Sarah, I just think of the color yellow because she's so bright and fun and sunshiny. And she's also a kickbutt business owner. So I wanted to talk to her today about what it's like having your own business and answer some questions for maybe some of you guys that are also running your own business. And we're going to talk about all the things today. So let's give a warm welcome to Miss Sarah Satchwell. Welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And fun fact, if you guys listened to my episode with Michelle, Michelle and Sarah are sisters, and they are some of my very oldest friends, and I love both of them very much. So it's good to have you here, Sarah. Thank you. We love you, too. I'll speak for Michelle. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> awesome. So Sarah and I both are in what people call network marketing or direct sales or some people call it an MLM. What do you call what you do, Sarah? So I usually refer to it as direct sales probably is what I say most often, but I actually just got out of a conversation with someone who kind of changed the phrase multi-level marketing to multi-level leadership, which I loved so much because I mean, MLM kind of has a bad rap, but what it really is about is, leadership. And I'm sure we'll get more into all of that, but it's so much more than what you think it is. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So, okay. So let's pretend like we're just meeting in the grocery store and I bump into you Mm -hmm. for some reason we start talking and I end up asking like, uh, what, like, what do you do for work? So would you Mm -hmm. say that you work for like that you do, um, like direct sales or would you say like, more affiliated with your company? Like, how do you present yourself? So I like to present myself in a way that more explains what I hope I'm doing to help people, if that makes sense. So I say I'm in a makeup company. So I say I help women feel confident in their makeup routines, or I help women simplify their makeup routines. And so I really, I don't affiliate myself directly with the company or with 
direct sales specifically, but that is how I present myself, if that makes sense. Yes, I love that too. That's something I've been working on as well, like kind of perfecting, um, I don't know, some people call it like an elevator pitch, like just really trying to figure out what it is that you do, because I feel like everybody's business, you know, whether we're in some sort of network marketing business or not, like what makes your business, your business is you and not the company that you might be helping uh, distribute a product for or something like that. So yeah, yeah, I love that you are presenting yourself in that way. That's something that I'm working on too. Like saying, you know, I help people navigate um, emotional and physical health through some natural tools rather than just saying like, I don't know, I sell doTERRA essential oils (laughs) because I feel like it's so much more than just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the really successful people really have clarity on, you know, who they are and what they're, the message that they're trying to share rather than just the items they're trying to sell. Yeah, definitely. So cool. Um, so what do you think makes like network marketing or direct sales different from other businesses? Like, for example, I know you work with a makeup company, Mascara Beauty. So why why are there benefits to purchasing your makeup through someone like you rather than off the shelves of Target or Walmart? Yeah, great question. So I know the most about Mascara Beauty, of course, because that's the company that I'm a part of. But um, something really cool about them specifically is that Sephora actually wanted to have Mascara Beauty products on their shelves. But the owner of Mascara said no, because it's a really unique product and it requires some teaching, to be completely honest with you. And, you know, she was afraid that if she just left her baby on the shelf of Sephora, that people wouldn't really appreciate it and love it how it should be appreciated and loved and used. So she decided to put it in the hands of individuals like me instead, so that people like me who already love and appreciate the product can teach it and pass it from woman to woman with that same love and appreciation and just really like knowing the story of where it came from and how it can change lives in more than just a simple makeup routine, but in a real like life-changing business, as you've mentioned, that it is a way for families to have financial freedom on their own time, in their own schedule. And that way, it's more personal and it makes a bigger impact, I think. And I think that's what Kara thinks as well as the owner and CEO of the company. Yeah, I love that. That's so that's so true. I feel like with a lot of um, companies that use this this uh, networking and business model, Um, exactly what you were saying. I think that sometimes it may require like more education than just sitting on a shelf. So it's so Mm -hmm. awesome that there are like job opportunities for people like you and me that really, you know, love, you know, fall in love with the product and then want to share it. And then we can be compensated for it, which is amazing. I know that um, like affiliate marketing and influencing has become like a lot of people's um, livelihood over the past probably five years. And a lot of people, you know, make their living by sharing links and um, sharing their ideas. And I think that that's really cool that they can get compensated for that. And um, me personally, like I've, I've had a few friends before be like, so are you an influencer? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I mean, not that I don't like, I don't, 
not want to be an influencer, but I really just love like, you know, my certain area of products and want to mostly promote those. And I think that it is a little better um, as far as like consistency and building a brand um, and just having like long, long-term customers to kind of like choose something to focus on. So that's something that I've kind of had to um, get clear on as far as like what I'm wanting to sell and, you know, what I'm wanting to affiliate myself with because there, you know, you can affiliate yourself with anything in the world and like pretty much any, any company these days has some sort of affiliate marketing program, um, some sort of referral program. So basically you and I are just saying like, we really, really love this. We're going to stick to it. And, <laughs> um, you can keep being our customers for a long time. It's not just like a one night stand with some, like one <laughs> affiliate link. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And it is so important. I think that's what makes um, direct sales really unique too, is that the majority of the people in direct sales are not in it for the money really. I mean, they definitely are there for like a financial, they're not, not getting financial benefits, but they're there because they really love the product and believe in what they're doing, what they're selling, what they're sharing. And that education piece is so important, especially with doTERRA. I know with mascara beauty, with so many companies out there, um, the education part is important. All right. And I just want to clear the water here. I know that sometimes um, like multi-level marketing gets a bad reputation for some reason, but I think that that is because like in the 90s, there were a lot of companies that were trying to do this business model that weren't successful. And I feel like there are a lot of more established um you know, practices and things going on that this business model is much more efficient and effective. So I don't know if you've had a bad taste in your mouth with like the words MLM, just know that for the most part, most of these companies now are really good. And, um, you know, you're actually supporting like people like me and Sarah through your purchases rather than who knows who, um, through some other big companies. And if you think about it, this is something I like to tell people to like really, like most businesses and companies have some sort of like a pyramid structure or like a multi, um, you know, tier type of structure where you might want to be trying to get to a supervisor level or a manager type of level or a CEO. And the cool thing about um, like being in direct sales and network marketing is that you work together as a team and you can only grow as you help your your team members grow. So that's something that I have loved about um, this type of business model is that I'm working as a team. And um, before, like most of my jobs, I've just been working like by myself. And so it's been really, really fun for me to feel like I have these friends that I am, you know, doing business with and we are helping each other. And, you know, as we grow, we grow as a team, we grow together. And I have found some really great friends during my time as uh, I have found some really great friends because of this whole situation. So, you know, great products, great friends, great company. For me, it's just been an all around very pleasant experience. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, no, same. I have definitely found like the greatest people to have in my circle who have similar goals as me as far as like personal development and growth and those leadership qualities, not just in the business, but also in the way that they lead their families and are examples to their friends and their communities. Um, I'm able to 
like work on my own terms and set my own goals. And just like you said, I don't grow unless my team grows and it's my responsibility to help them grow. And it is the most rewarding thing to see your team members grow and to experience their wins with them, not from a standpoint of, oh, they're going to grow and make some money. So I get to make some more money, but because they're making money and changing their lives, changing their customers' lives or whatever it may be. And it's it's just the most rewarding thing to have this business that is totally like run by you. I mean, of course, the corporate company, they've set this awesome model up for us, but we're able to do with it whatever we want. We work as hard as we want. We're paid what we're worth and we get to help others grow along with us. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we're paid what we're worth. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, you know, I think you and I can both say now that we've been doing this for like a- around two years, right? You're like around that time too, I think. Yeah, it's just about. So do you think this is something that you're going to do like forever? I mean, right now I'd say yes. Like there isn't, there's not a ton of overhead, like a a traditional business where you got to keep the lights on every month. Um, And so it's totally sustainable whether I'm able to put a ton of time into it every single month or every single season of my life. Um, You know, it can be, it's predictable and unpredictable at the same time. Like I know exactly what is expected of me, what's required of me, and also I decide what's required of me, if that makes sense. So I'm able to um, totally put in the time that I want to and need to. And it's going to be there for me and my family for as long as I want it to be. And I want it to be there for a long time, whether I need to take a break or not. I can always come back to it and have it there as a creative outlet for me, as a social outlet for me, and as a way to help others. Nice. I love that. Yeah, I had like a turning point probably about a year ago where I was like, okay, either I'm going to keep doing this or I'm not because, you know, like, um, you know, most of these um, companies are most, let's start over. Most of the time when you start network marketing, it's not like a get rich quick scheme. It's something you have to be a little bit persistent about and consistent about. And yeah, about a year ago, I was like, all right, I need to make a decision if I'm going to like do this forever or not, because I feel like if I'm not going to do it forever, then, (laughs) then why keep going? And so I really just said, I'm going to give it my all and see how it goes for, you know, a few weeks. And because, you know, I, I have a lot of other interests. So I was doing a lot of other things and not putting very much time into it. And um, I was still making money because the awesome thing is that most of the time, like you're connected to these customer accounts. So you do get a, like a cut of every time they um, make a purchase. Um, so, you know, I was still making money and stuff, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it forever. And so I really had to sit down and decide like how how much do I really want this? Because I feel like if I'm willing to put in the work, it's going to pay off very much so in the long term. But I do feel like it takes a few years to, you know, with any business, I feel like it takes a few years to 
like really see the fruits of your labors and really replace your income and not just like have these supplemental little checks. So yeah, I decided like a year ago, like this is something I'm going to do, I think forever. And I really enjoy it. And um, I have grown so much in my business since I made that decision. So I feel like my little piece of advice for any of you that might be interested in doing a network marketing business or unsure about it or whatever, I would just encourage you that if you are going to do it, um, really decide to do it. And you, uh, someone in our business always says like, you can do the business uh, part-time, but you can't do it sometimes. So I feel like if you want to do this, you have to be consistent with it. You can do it part-time, but um yeah, you really have to really have to give it your all because it's not just a get rich quick scheme. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Awesome. Okay, so I want to ask you a few other questions. Um, so let's talk a little bit about time management. Time management is something that I think is a little tricky to navigate, especially if you're like in the beginning stages of um, starting your own business, whatever it may be, if it's network marketing, if I don't know, you're opening a shop or you (laughs) franchise to Papa John's. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I feel like time management is a tricky thing for everybody, no matter what phase of life we're in. So Sarah, I would love to hear your advice on uh, time management according to like building a business. Okay. So time management is a tricky one because there are so many ideas out there and a lot of them are hard to implement consistently. (laughs) So Um, What I found has really helped me is I have a very specific morning routine that I try very hard not to deviate from. And so if you've heard you, if you own the morning, you own the day. And so I'm trying to really practice that in my life where I know what's going to happen in the morning and then I'm able to be set up for the rest of the day. And I don't have kids yet, so I'm sure that will change when kiddos come along. But For right now, I have that set morning routine, don't have any kids to interrupt me, so that's great for now. But um, once I'm, well, part of my morning routine is that I plan my day in a planner. And so how I kind of do it is I basically write out a to-do list, but put it throughout the day, kind of. It's not like super strict, but I at least know what I need to do, and at least kind of a time frame of if I'm still working on this thing and it's an hour or two past when I said I was going to work on it, then I need to take a look at what I'm doing and what's distracting me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've been especially diligent this week, actually. I've been setting aside a certain amount of time for social media. Like, this is the time when I'm allowed to scroll on social media. And that's it, just once a day. And that has been an interesting challenge for this week, but I want to keep it up for at least another week and see if I'm able to stick with it and see if it makes a difference. So far, I think it has helped with um, staying on task throughout the rest of the day because you'll, I should have tracked before, <laughs> like how much time I was spending on social media just in little pieces here and there throughout the day. Cause I'm sure it was much more than what it should have been. And it takes up so much extra time where I like might be spending a four hour, like block of time working, but two hours of that was really just scrolling on social media when I could have had 
two focused hours of working, being more productive in that time, maybe even just one hour getting as much done as I did in that four hours from before, and then a focused time scrolling social media because we got to get our scroll in, I guess, and then just having those separate times to really focus. Focus is key. key. Yeah, distraction is the thief of time for sure. Yes. Um, But I will say, like, you know, we live in a day and age where if you want to um, reach out of your warm market, your friends and family, it's great to be online. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, like, it's not bad to be online and on social media. And I would just make sure that you are engaging with other people Mm -hmm. and creating before you consume. So making sure that you're making content and sharing what you're up to will definitely help with your business goals. But also, um, you know, commenting on people's posts and not just mindlessly scrolling. I think it's important to have um, those connections. So I, I do the same thing. I, uh, I use part of my day for contacting and I do contacting for at least one hour a day. And oftentimes some of that is on social media and I have to be careful, right? Like you said, not to get too distracted, but I think it's great to be liking and commenting on people's posts and just being a part of their life because when you're part of other people's life, they will want to be part of yours. I don't think it's in a manipulative way. I think it's just you uh, wanting to keep reaching out to the people that you care about and they in turn will, you know, notice what you're doing as well. So I think it's great to keep up with people. But yes, like you said, um, setting aside a time for it every day can be very helpful if you're struggling with your time boundaries for sure. Um, let's talk about some goal setting. So do you like to set out goals like daily, weekly, yearly? I mean, how often are you setting goals all the time? Sometimes tell me about goal setting. Yeah. So I mostly focus on like weekly and monthly goals. Yeah. I mean, I've got my daily (laughs) goals that I like, you know, I want to get these things accomplished today. And if I don't get them done today, then I'll go for them tomorrow. (laughs) But definitely weekly and monthly goals. And I set those, um, I set my weekly goals on Monday morning and my monthly goals at the beginning of the month (laughs) on the first usually, or maybe the last day of the month before. And um, I put them in my planner that I look at every day. So I'm able to stay focused and remember what I'm working on each week and month. Love it. How do you think that goal setting has helped you um, succeed in your business? So I love goals and it took me a process to get to the point where I did love goals. I don't really know why it was so hard for me to accept the idea of goal setting, but What I know now is that when you set goals, especially big goals, even if you don't reach the big, huge goal, you'll make so much more progress working toward the big, huge goal than you would have if you had just set a mediocre goal. And that has totally worked for me in my life time and time again. And so I just keep setting big, fun goals that scare me. And as I work toward them and actually like make progress toward them. It is so fulfilling to be able to see what I can actually do and something that I came up with, something that I pushed myself toward. And it's totally changed my confidence, given me um, an opportunity and the diligence, I guess, to set more goals and become 
a better person grow even more in every way that there is to grow. (laughs) I love that. And do you like stay accountable to people with your goals or do you just kind of keep accountability to yourself? Like, do you have maybe some sort of accountability partner that you check in with every week or maybe your husband or um, how does goal setting look like for you? Oh gosh, it's probably bad that it's mostly just myself. <laughs> but, oh, no, it's not bad. I'm just I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you hear all the time, you got to have an accountability buddy, you know? And I do have people, like I will tell my husband or I'll tell some of my other um, mascara teammates what we're working on, but that's not a super consistent thing. I would like it to be more consistent. I should work on that. There is a goal for me, but <laughs> mostly just... <laughs> mostly just myself I'll set up little trackers and things where I can make tally marks and stuff like that for myself (laughs) yeah I love that um I have a few accountability partners and um something that's been helpful for me is actually to have an accountability partner that is like not a member of my team because then I feel like um you can just get advice from them I mean uh you know I feel like everybody has different ideas, but especially if you like reach outside of your cozy zone, um, Mm -hmm. people can be, give you great ideas. And then like, you're not necessarily like talking to your team, like all the time about things. So I don't know. I think it's beneficial to, um, to have accountability partners, like right outside of your cozy spot. Like my accountability, one of my accountability partners, her name's Casey. I think you know her. And she is really fun. And she's like on a different um, doTERRA team from me, but she is local to my area. So I met her at um, a farmer's market uh, like a year and a half ago. And I saw that, you know, she had a tent set up and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, like I do doTERRA too. We should be friends. So we just became friends and we become accountability partners. And it's really nice that we're like not on the same team because then like we can both just work on our business and talk about what's working and what's not without it like affecting other team members necessarily. Yeah, I love that so, so much. That's something that I really like is having, um, I, can, I have a few different accountability partners, but I really love talking to Casey and she gives me some like good outside feedback as well. So, yes. and I think it's important to talk to your spouse too. I feel like, um, you know, sometimes with these network marketing people, I think it's like, you know, mostly women that really love to do these network marketing businesses, A, because I think we're, uh, you know, like just a little more open to that socially, but uh, it's a great like stay home and work type of a job as well. So I feel like sometimes women are like, my husband doesn't support my business. And like, I would just counter that with like, are you telling your partner like your goals and are you achieving them? Because I feel like you know, someone that wants to support you, if you're saying you're going to do something and then you accomplish it, uh, like, I don't know why they wouldn't be supportive of you. And also like, are you actually making money (laughs) or are you just like doing things that are fun, but don't necessarily make you money? Cause I feel like, you know, just being honest here, I feel like, uh, your spouse or your partner, whoever is totally going to support you in whatever this job may be, like if it's making money. But um, yeah, if it's not, then I I could kind of understand why that would be difficult. (laughs) So (laughs) I just went on a little bit of a tangent there, but something I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I do have another question. I want to talk about how you keep track of uh, your contacts for your business and how you keep track of your customers. 
Mm -hmm. So I use Google Sheets. (laughs) I actually just heard of an app the other day called Contact Mapping. I think that's what it's called. And I downloaded it and looked at it for a second, but I haven't done anything more. But hey, maybe someone listening is interested in a recommendation like that. So there's contact mapping for you. But um, yeah, I just use Google Sheets to keep track of people that I talk to, people who have reached out to me with questions, um, also my customers. And I keep track of people's birthdays on there and yes and um like when I color matched them since I'm in a makeup company and I do a lot Mm -hmm. of foundation color matching I keep track of that and um whether or not they order (laughs) so that's everything that I keep in my google sheet I have some like color coding things but it's really not anything fancy at all there aren't even any formulas in it or anything (laughs) no I don't think it needs to be fancy like no I just have a notebook. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, I use a few other things too, but um, yeah, I I think that as long as you're keeping track, like that's great because they yes. always say like the fortune's in the follow-up. So, you know, if someone's not interested at the time and then you forget about them and they might be interested later, they might buy it from someone else. <laughs> so, yes. so yeah, I would just encourage people to keep track of your people, whether it's on pen and paper, you could use some awesome Google tools Um, something I recently started doing as well, I'll throw this little tip out there if it helps anybody. Um, but I just started using an app. It's called hit them up. And this is like, um, a, it's like a group messaging app that sends messages individually to people and it like puts their name in. So it's kind of like an email almost, but it's like a text. So, and you can like put a picture on it and everything. And it's really nice. So that's like a way that I've been sending out like, um, you know, messages like about specials that we have going on or, um, I don't know, some classes that I'm teaching or things like that. It's like a lot easier than trying to remember everyone that I've been working with and sending them all a text. I like have made a little group and it just sends it out to the group and it's really awesome and saving me a lot of time. So I love that. (laughs) And I think text messages have like, you know, 99% open rate and emails only have like, I don't know the stat, but um, yeah, I, I love emails too. And I think em- emails are great, especially because you can like archive it and go back to look at it later. But sometimes it's really nice to be able to send out like quick information in a text. So there's an app that I've been using called Hit 'em Up. And yeah, I use a lot of sticky notes as well. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, I use the reminders app on my phone as well. Like it's my part-time oh, yeah. job. So <laughs> everything goes in there. Cause if I don't put it in there right when I think about it, then it's going to disappear from my brain. So yes, so reminders true. app on the daily. Love it. Awesome. Well, Sarah, do you have any tips for someone that might be wanting to start their own business? Um, you know, whether it's a network marketing business or not, um, just someone that is really like, I want to speak to someone who might be, you know, nervous to dive in, but really wants to like be their own boss and figure out how to make it work. Yeah, well, I'd say if you're considering a direct sales business, then just think about how small the startup cost is compared to a traditional business. 
and just be grateful for that and go for it. (laughs) That would be direct sales specific, but there's really, this is a special business model. There are some really awesome companies out there, like you said, Marissa, how, you know, we've learned from the mistakes of the past and it's not like companies today are walking around with awful pyramid scheme things, you know, they've changed and they've evolved and they're really so great. Of course, do your research, but There are so many great companies out there ready to serve and bless you and your family. So give them a chance and consider that. In general, um, for anyone considering starting a business or really taking any leap of faith, ask yourself, what is the best that could happen? Not what is the worst that could happen, what is the best that could happen? And then maybe you do think about what's the worst that can happen and compare it to the best that could happen. And it's going to be worth the try. So go for it. Take that leap of faith. And once you choose to go in, be consistent. Just like you said, again, don't, you can work part-time, but you can't work sometimes. Be consistent. And that is when you'll see things really starting to flow. Your business will build and great things will come from it. Ooh, so many juicy nuggets there. Love it. Yeah. I love what you, what you shared. Um, my same advice, just go all in and um, find a company that that fills you up and just know that you have to be patient at the beginning, but um, give it some time and things will really start to take off. And I love what you said, Sarah, like the best thing that can happen is that you help people and you serve people and you make money while you're doing it. And the worst thing that can happen is that people say no to you. And for a long time, that was something that I hated. And so I feel like that's one reason that held me back is just I didn't, you know, I'm I'm a type seven, so are you, Sarah. And we we are a little bit more of like the people pleasers and we want everyone to be happy. And so I have a hard time hearing no. But I've, I've come to terms that I'm totally okay with hearing no. And that a lot of times it's not even no, it's just like not right now. <laughs> and then I have the opportunity to share later. So yeah, the worst thing that can happen is not right now or no thanks. And people are usually really nice about it. Thank you so much for sharing all of your tips with us. I hope you guys learned some awesome tips from Sarah. And Sarah, where can... Um, these friends find you at online maybe they want a color match maybe they want to just hear more motivational content from you where can they find you yes i would love some new friends online i love friends um on instagram i am at sarah satch there's no h in sarah but there is an h in satch so that's s-a-r-a-s-a-t-c-h and sarahsatch.com is where you'll find all things makeup of course we can chat in my dms on instagram you'll find all the content and information there and yeah i'd love to hang out online Yay. So good. And if someone did want like a color match, you know, if they're curious about the makeup, they can just send you a message and you can send them like a link on how to do it. Or is there a website that you have? So yeah, go through my DMs or colormatch.sarasatch.com is where you can get a color match as well. (laughs) Yay. And I just have to say that I love this makeup that, um, you know, Sarah introduced me to. It literally changed my life. 
I had tried it once before and I didn't have the best experience because someone just like really put it on me and I didn't really learn how to use it. And it's been so fun to have Sarah as a teacher and it's like really simplified my makeup routine. So I'm just like so grateful. I love it. It's, um, it's awesome makeup and I'm so glad to like support you as well. So yay. Thank you so much. That has been <laughs> the, a really fun part of this whole direct sales situation as well, that we're able to support each other, that we know where our money is going, we're getting great products, we know where our money is going, and supporting each other has been so fun, and we get to teach each other and just hang out like we did when we were little, but now we're a little more sophisticated. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, guys, well, thank you so much, Sarah. Don't forget to head over to Sarah's Instagram, hit her up over there, and um, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or YouTube channel, wherever you're watching this from. Would love to have you uh, subscribe, it's free and then you get notified when a new episode is up and coming. So thank you, Sarah. We will catch you next time and we'll see you online. Bye. Bye.